0: very quiet here, very quiet indeed. It's early in the morning and welcome to my, it's quite misty outside, welcome to my misty morning with a cup of tea and a little musing on self-care. So we, you know, in the wellness world there's a lot of talk about self-care, really to the point that it came to a time with Leora and I at Womankind that we didn't want to use, we didn't even want to use that word anymore because it became practically meaningless. And it's true that in the the wider world, self-care is often shown as a spa day, you know, or climb up with the girls, all of which are really good. You know, I'm I'm not saying that I don't love a spa day or going out with my friends, you know, but I think when I'm thinking about my own self-care and the self-care that is working for my clients and the participants in the groups that I run. It's something different. It's something a little bit different, and that may come into the spa day and the nights out as well. There is the there may well be some overlap. So, so what does it mean? Well, of course, it, it's self-care is as broad as and as different and as unique and as special as each one of you listening and of course it's always going to be different but what I think makes a difference is when we slow down enough even just for a millisecond I'm not talking like serious, slow, mindful walking to the station here. But if we can slow down just for a millisecond. It invites the possibility of some softness around ourselves, some softness. And softness in the sense of space. So we might notice a thought pattern or we might notice that we are walking yeah. for many of us that's a miracle that we are walking to the station or whatever right now given what's happened over the last couple of years and invite in a bit of gratitude for that just for, just for half a second so there's something about slowing down and giving a little space so that we can feel ourselves better so that we can notice an emotional tone or a physical tone or notice the environment around us what's happening around us and this Gives us, again, a possibility of feeling a little better about ourselves. You know, of taking a, an exhale, of softening our bellies. And, of course, it's a practice. <laughs> um, meaning, well, by which I mean, is that uh, you have to do it a lot. It's an ongoing thing that you do again and again and again. But the magic is that by doing it again and again we get better at it. We get more skilled at noticing. And crucially noticing what we need. What we might need in the moment. And that is where you know the self-care happens. So there's a sort of space, a little coming out of ourselves, perhaps coming out of our minds, and i noticing a, an awareness that develops. then we can say, oh, well, actually, I'm feeling sad. And I need to just wrap up my heart a bit. I'm a big fan of scarves. I mean, certainly in January, but any time of year, I'm a big fan of scarves and wrapping my neck particularly for sadness and vulnerability anyway that's just me um or you might notice that actually you don't particularly want to get on the train and go to the meeting um and you might have to but you might put in a time limit on it or um not sit close to that person who winds you up and is toxic for you. And I think these, these little moments are the real juice of how we can care for ourselves, really care for ourselves. That softness. And I also want to talk about the softness that protects us, or can protect us, from the outside world. So maybe, again, there's my scarf. <laughs> um, that might be keeping a distance again. Spend, putting a time limit on things often helps, because the outside world can be very harsh, and the judgments that get flung at us Insidious judgments that get flung at us. Often we don't notice it. Um, so to have a little softness for yourself, for your vulnerable self, to protect you from the, outs- from the harshness of the outside world, can be really helpful. And what does that look like? Well, you can ponder on that. Chat with your friends or have a little scribble in your journal about how can I create softness? And this softness also goes the other way into our inner lives. So the harshness from the world also shows up. inside us as critics and for me personally and observing clients and therapists and friends often we have ingested, we have taken in these critical voices to such an extent we don't even notice their critics anymore we we can't see that so again this slowing down also means that we can create perhaps softness between our critics and our vulnerable parts. And that again comes to noticing, to developing this awareness of, oh, there's that critical voice. And even if you only realize. The next day or the next week, or or somebody else points out, well, that was really harsh, then that's a win in my book and something worth celebrating. Like that happened to me yesterday. I had a I couldn't get something right, and somebody was a bit cack-handed and directing me, and you know, I really took it on that I couldn't do it, and I took on this load of judgment about myself that just was like that's not useful. But this morning work, I woke up and thought, oh, what was that about? That's insane. And yeah, so sometimes it takes a little time and that's fine too. So the things that we need really for, to make the, this kind of deep self-care a habit, there are two things, there's holding and the softness. So the holding part is a bit more linear, you know, it's a bit more real world. So when are you going to do it? <laughs> when are you going to do it? What time and what, um, what daily habit can you bolt it onto? So the, the classic is doing pelvic floor exercises as you brush your teeth, for example. So you associate one with another. So we need a bit of this real world holding and obviously it has to be realistic. If you're saying, right, I'm going to get up at 5am and do do my breathing exercises or lift dead weights mm. and every morning, blah, blah, you know, likely you're going to be unable mm. to be consistent with that. So it has to be realistic as well. But nevertheless, we need some kind of holding and that You know, you you know already what works for you. But the other part that is essential is the softness. Again, softness again. Probably my word of the year. (laughs) My word of the month, certainly for January so far. And in this case, what I mean is that you can forgive yourself when you don't do it. Or you can do it gently when you're knackered and do it longer when you're having a good time or that might mean that you um, you give some space around it you know self-care can also become this tick box to-do list thing that oh yes i have to do that (laughs) otherwise i'm a terrible person well maybe you let it go for a while And then maybe something else comes in its place. But where we can keep this spaciousness and the potential for something new to emerge, some new way of caring for yourself will emerge. So it doesn't matter if you're not lifting, if you don't lift dead weights or stop your breathing practice. Because... Over time, you are developing a loving relationship with yourself and a compassionate relationship with yourself. And that is the thing. (laughs) That is what we're looking for. So, if you need a little help with the old self-care malarkey, um, I have a course a course that's a program really that you can get for free when you order second spring Uh, my book second spring the guide to self-care for menopause and if you order it now before the 17th of february then you get this self-care program for free Um, it's called menopause sos and it gives you a gentle structure so it's this soft holding to just push back the outer world a little bit and give space for your inner wellness to emerge and press the reset button. And I've chosen four practices that I know make the biggest impact on my clients and I'm offering them to you in little bite-sized portions. So each week there's a theme and an invitation for you to pay loving attention to what's going on. It's like a focus with suggested exercises, so that over the month, you'll feel more and more resourced and able to soothe your systems. Yeah, so if that appeals to you, um, you can get it for free if you uh, pre-order Second Spring, which is available at your favorite bookseller (laughs) already. And if all of this seems a bit, I don't know, a bit up your bum (laughs) or a bit self-centered or a bit kind of vanilla, then consider this. You can always consider care as an act of resistance. An act of resistance to the outside world, to the harsh, linear, patriarchal structures that are doing a sin. Okay, that's all for now. Bye-bye.